Hello. You know, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you now. You know, it's funny. I'm I'm on Stephanie's uh homepage is what I use for uh to talk to talk to you on this. I'm I'm looking at Cashel's uh page and she changed her picture to you and her. And you know what the first thing I thought of? What? Sadness. Because he because I'm no, well, we, uh, let me get through the thought. Let me get through the thought. Uh-huh. I'm looking at, at, at the both of you, and she looks happy as hell, which I'm like, oh, she found her love. But then I look at you, and you look so <laughs> content and so unangry. It's like they used to call me Big Angry, and I always thought of you as Big Angry 1A. And I feel like I've lost. A, <laughs> I feel like I feel like I lost a a, 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 a partner in, in in crime. Now that I see you all, oh, I'm so happy now. It just well, I, I feel a little, little queasy. That you know, just a little bit. You know, it's like I well, lost something. If it makes you feel any better, <laughs> I don't feel that way at home anymore. Oh, you but, don't. No, no, but I'm still I'm still a dick. <laughs> I'm still a bit of a dickhead at work. I'm still a bit of a dickhead everywhere else. It's just when I come home, I feel like it's it just melts away. I don't have a lot of frustration anymore. I actually have someone who not browbeating my ex-wife, but um we're just a better fit. You know, I yeah, and I feel Heather and I would have been just good friends. Had we not made it a step, you know, took it to the next level so quickly, yeah. but because uh, you know she's a great mom and she's and her and I co-parent very successfully and you know we still do holidays together so it's all's good, but we do not need to be together. <laughs> and all the little things that bugged me about her and all the little things that bugged her about me. Uh, those little things became these giant things. And, uh, you know, I don't have that with, uh, Cashel. We, we are literally, we are literally like always on the same page or in the same, you know, the same thought process, maybe different, different takes on one thing, but it's just nice to have someone like, I don't know. You don't have to like argue about nitpicky stuff all day, every day. I know, right. I get it, and that's why I when but I don't worry, it, I'm still an asshole. Okay, good <laughs> because because I, I just I don't know I see it, and, and I remember when 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 my when my when my when big angry, and I hate I, I I hate the story because it's true, and I try to deny it. I remember that day because you know I I got Stephanie. I remember the day big angry died at um, Office Max. This lady went off on me one day, and I didn't retaliate like I would normally. And I sat you there didn't with this. Have it in you? No, I sat there with this sad look on my face. And Aaron came over, and uh, and, and Chris, uh, and they're like, "What's wrong, man?" I said, uh, "I think Big Angry just died." He's like, "What?" I said, "Well, that lady went off, and I was supposed to cuss her out, and this was supposed to be the day I get fired." She was really a bitch, and I was like ready to go, and then I just went. Oh, they'll help you up, right? And Aaron, Aaron said, "What?" I said, "Look, dude. Here's what I saw. When she did that, I saw a group of my subjects 
lower my body into a into a little raft. <laughs> you have a shroud on. Yeah, exactly. And they put two <laughs> coins over my eyes for the way to the land of the dead. And they pushed me uh, out to sea. And then they said, Oh, and they shot arrows into the into the boat, and the boat caught on fire. And I just watched Big Angry burn. And I'm like, oh no. He's dead. I don't know what to do now. Aaron laughed for about two days. For literally two <laughs> days, he kept laughing at me. And I'm like, dude, it's not funny. I'm A part of me has just perished. You don't understand a big piece of me died. And that's what I saw in your face on her homepage, is a big piece of you just died. It's like, it's, <laughs> oh, no. it is, it's, well, it's like, it's a good part of you that ha it has to die sometime, right? Exactly. It has to. You know, I mean, uh, you and I uh, kind of bond on anger issues, but it's like yeah, yours is yours is finally dead, and it's like it finally got him. No, it I just don't have to be angry at home. It's just nice. <laughs> so everywhere you else, know, angry, big angry, still alive. Big angry. Uh, oh. Oh God, yes. Um, oh, that makes me. Uh, if it'll make you feel better, uh, the, uh, the reason, folks, uh, we'll start the show now. folks i'm damon that's marcel hey. black nerd radio uh but to go back to what i was saying uh i forget why but i just was not having any bullshit for the day and this wasn't like at home or anything i went to a store uh i went to buy i went to buy some shoes in line this is like a week and a half ago the saturday before last actually mm -hmm. yeah so we uh two weeks ago because we didn't have a show last week, folks, because I was just sick, uh, and it was, so it was one hundred percent me. I couldn't, I couldn't go a full minute without coughing. So, and then my voice was so raw from coughing all day. I just was in no position to, uh, to uh, do a show. Mm -hmm. So I was very. Uh, anyway, um, I um, I'm getting my shoes. It's a long line, and a lady, it's two women, just walk up. So what you could tell is that they're like a will call. They're there to pick up an item, and we're all in line to just buy our stuff. This is like at a this is a men's uh, men's warehouse, and um, and the woman woman looks over at me and she goes, "Oh, we won't be long. We're just getting our pickup." And I was like, "But there's a line," and she's like, <laughs> "Yeah, but we're just picking stuff up." It'll only take a minute. It's like me going in front of you and her going in front of you will only take a minute. Get in the fucking line. And I was like, nice. where does that come? Where did that come from? Because I usually <laughs> don't go so to bad. cursing. I don't go to cursing that quick, but I was just not having it. And she's like, You're so rude. And then I and then before I could say the one behind me is like, she said to the woman, You're so rude. And I look at her like, Yeah, right. Oh good, we can we hate someone together. But no, I still have it. <laughs> I just don't feel like 
uh, I have to be on my guard at home or I have yeah, to that... like worry about being just nitpicked to death about every little thing. I'm also assuming she's a lot cleaner than Heather. Yes. Not that Heather was a, a filthy animal. No, she was messy. But she I, was a completely, I, there's a reason we called her Hurricane Heather. And, yeah, she uh, was really messy. Come on, man. Yeah, because she can, she's not like, uh, she's not like a neat freak like she's, I can be, but she was 100%. Saying. If she, I'm not going to find a fork in the bathroom. You or go. you know, or, or literal crumbs in the bed when I know I don't eat in bed. So I there don't. I, none of that stuff is okay. So all right, I feel like we're hammering away. See, and, and, and I can agree with that. I guess big angry kind of zombifies in my body once in a while because you know I had one moment when I was waiting in line for my medicine and I was like, I was like two hours behind on my pain meds. I was in a shitty mood. It just it just blistering pain, and this Indian lady. You know, and I I don't know how else to do it, but I'll just say dot on the forehead. You know, uh, East she Indian. Just say East Indian. Fine. <laughs> From now on, East Indian instead of East Indian. Okay, people, the it. people yeah. here are neither natives or in, or you can just say uh, uh, was it First Nation? Did you mean the first area first? Or okay. uh, so here, native or First native. Nation okay. over there, East Indian. East Indian. Because okay. Okay. Yeah. So everything else is racist. Yes. Okay. Even though they have dots on their foreheads. <laughs> anyway. Uh, uh, it's a religion thing. Anyway. I, I know. Uh, anyway, so she 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 steps in front of the line, and I didn't hear any name called. And I was like, uh, hold on here. Uh, what the fuck is going on here? Like, you went right to the F-bomb. The fuck is yeah. happening here? And the lady behind the counter said, oh, we called her a little while ago and told her to wait. And, you know, and I waved her forward. You must not have seen it, sir. And I was like. Oh, well, I guess that's okay then, because I'm standing here in a lot of fucking pain here, and I don't want nobody cutting in fucking front of me. And I just, and then somebody behind me said, "Sir, it's it's, it's okay. She'll just wait a minute." And I'm like, and I turned around, and it was just some little white lady. And I'm like, you know, ten years ago, I might have put my hands on you for talking to me. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I might have put my hands on you for talking to me. I just might have grabbed you around your collar. Like, you think you're talking to? Hey, where's your boyfriend or husband so I can whoop him? Where? Where? And <laughs> I just looked at it, just bit my lip. I was like, no, I can't get arrested. Just, I was like, okay, thank you, ma'am. And I turned around and I'm like, oh, God, I got to get out of here before I kill somebody today. So I get it that there are moments when that shit happens. Like, that's how my first uh, TikTok came about. I saw that lady's video. Oh, yeah, and for people who don't know. I, ooh, I just lost it. Mm. Why don't you tell the audience where they can find you on TikTok? You know, I want to say that my uh I gotta I gotta double check because I don't I don't go to it. It's like it's like at Marcel underscore nineteen seventy-one. Uh it's my TikTok address. So it's at Marcel underscore nineteen seventy-one. And this lady was just bashing black men to a point where I had just had enough. I mean, I, I've i just had enough of these angry, mean, horrid TikTok black women who blame all their issues on black men who take no accountability for nothing. It's always somebody, somebody else's fault. It's like black men are unalive and black women at, a, at, a, at you know, 12 per day. And I said, you know, and then I went and I said, and I said, you know, Asian and Caucasian men, you know, must be perfect. Oh, no, nothing about them. I said, I know you don't. 
Did you realize that the white countries are the number one traffickers in sex in the world? Russia, Belarus, and I also in Iran. I said, but you never hear those women get on TikTok and insult their men, do you? And say all their men are bad. China, in China, the one the one child policy that went from I think 1979 to 2015, there is a 30 million difference between men and women now because of that. Because they were killing girls who came out and they were abandoning them. I I would I worked with a girl who was part of that. She was abandoned in a barn where these white folks found her. They left her to die, but they found her and, and brought her to America and all that. And I was like, but you don't hear Chinese women on there talking about how bad Chinese men are, that they're all bad, they're all horrible. No, it's just you horrible, mean, evil black women who do this shit. And I, for the love of God, I don't know why. I don't know why all our problem. it's like, it's like you guys have no sense of accountability whatsoever. It's always somebody else's fault. And she said something about, well, what about all the fathers who leave their children? I said, every study shows that black men are the most involved fathers out of all people. Out of all pretty, the ethnicities and races. Involved. We may not be married, but we're all, we are more involved. Look at the FBI stats. They'll tell you, we are the most involved. We just don't marry these, these horrid broads because we make mistakes. It's like, yeah, screw the probably shouldn't have. And, but we're involved in the kids' lives. And, 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 and I'm writing that and I'm like, and then I said, I said, why don't you women do this. Why don't you women protect your wombs like you're supposed to? How about that? How about, and Stephanie and I had this talk, <laughs> you know, she said people aren't going to do this. And I said, well, why don't these women who don't want these babies by these no name, no nothing, do nothing dudes who they sleep with, how about you get a little, that little strip that you could piss on to tell you if you're pregnant or if you're, uh, if you're ovulating before you go out, you know, piss on that and go, oh shit, I'm ovulating. Call him up and go. Hey, we got to wait a couple days. How about you get some Plan B and put it on the put it on put it on the nightstand? How about you use a condom? Oh wait, how about you get some birth control? How about any of those options so you don't have these babies that you end up not liking because you don't like him? Like this one black lady, she hates her son now. He turned ten because he's starting to look like her ex. She broke up with her ex ten years ago, and she hates her son now. Hates him. She can't even be around him, but more than a couple days a month. That's so she gave up. Yeah, she gave. You know who Jimmy Butler is? I don't know how much you know about basketball, but you know who Jimmy Butler is? You ever heard his name? I've heard the name. Okay. He plays for the Miami Heat. One day, his mother looked at him at the age of 13 and said, I don't like the looks of you and kicked him out of the house and made him homeless. Wow. At 13, she just kicked him out. And the reason why? Because he looked like his dad and she didn't like his dad. So she booted him out. They have black women on TikTok who are standing and who who have these little things where they say I'm pregnant and then they have then they're standing in front of abortion centers and the caption says if it's a boy we're going in if it's a girl we're not and I'm like and you wonder why you have the this 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 myriad of men who are I guess getting passports and going overseas to find different uh, women than you American than you evil American women and yet they're mad about that how dare you leave us. I don't want you. It's like you said, you don't want to be nitpicked at home. You don't want to be, you don't want to fight at work all day. You don't want to fight traffic. You don't want to fight the store and then come home and have to handle your wife. Why can't they handle me? I, I told this one lady, I said, you know, it's funny. Once black men decide they're not going to date you mean black women anymore, no one's going to, no one's going to date or marry you. You realize that there are no passport bros coming from overseas to marry American American women. You know that, right? None. They're not coming here for y'all. 
They're avoiding you at all costs. She was like, well, that's not true. I said, well, where are they? Where are they? Where are the passport bros coming over here to take, take your mean asses? Where are they? And I told Antar, and he went silent when I told him this. I said, have you ever watched the behavior of some of these women in some of these shows? And he's like, yeah. I said, what do they remind you of? He's like, I don't know. Nigga, just tell me. I was like, I said, pay attention. They remind you of a five-year-old having a temper tantrum. They, they, this one girl said it best. She said, feminism is means that I can do whatever I want to do when I want to do it. And they have temper tantrums. When I get angry, I swing. Sounds like a kid, doesn't it? When I get angry, I just start swinging. If I don't want to do it, I just start cussing. You sound like a child. You sound like an emotional cripple. And I, I told him, I said, this is the problem. I said, I don't think some parents raise their daughters to learn to control their emotions. I don't. I think we're too busy. Oh, you're so cute. You can do whatever you want type shit instead of teaching them, hey, you need to fucking calm down. You need to calm the fuck down. And they turn into these women who flip out over the slightest thing. And next thing you know, they're throwing punches at some dude because uh, he, he, I don't know, because he didn't like her friend. And next thing you know, she's swinging at him because she's a child. And I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't get how it's always so. And then, they, then there's no accountability. It kills women to admit they're wrong. All of them. It, it, it just, it's like it's a pain in their in their soul to say I'm wrong. I say I'm wrong all the time. If I'm wrong, yeah, you're right, man. Nah, that was me. I'm bad. My bad. I'm wrong. Women, nah, they fight that shit. They will grit their teeth. Even Stephanie will sometimes bite her teeth. Like, yeah, I was wrong. God damn it. It's like that really hurt, didn't it? <laughs> a little. <laughs> it's like a little. <laughs> I'm like, why? You were wrong. Just say it. It's not a bad thing to admit you're wrong. I do it all the time. Yeah, that's my bad. I was wrong. And so she just pissed me off to no end. I wanted to just, if I could have reached through the phone and choked her, I would have. I just, I just, I'm so tired of that shit. I'm just so tired of, 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 of these, of these, of these Americanized Western women. It's not just black women. It's, it's a lot of these Western women that, that just, I don't need a man. I'm like, you do realize that if every man today died, the world would collapse into itself. There'd be nothing left. There'd be nothing left. And I'm not talking about from a reproductive point either. I'm talking about everything would just collapse. You know, infrastructure, math, science, everything would just all stop. Everything would just stop. You know, I told my brother that, and he said, I have never seen a woman on a construction crew. I said, well, there are a few, but not enough. I said, most women who work construction, where are they? They're in the office. They're, they're filing paperwork, signing checks, typing, answering phones, the easy shit. They ain't out there slinging, slinging. I had, I had to do that for, for a month, slinging concrete and moving pipes that weigh 100 pounds. I had, I had to do that. You know, not knowing if you reach your hand into this pipe, if a fucking brown recluse is going to come out and bite you and kill you. You know, I had to do all that shit. I had never seen a woman do that. But if all the women died, We'd still, we'd still move on. It would be boring as hell, but we'd move on. Yeah, it'd be a raising rapes. 
<laughs> well, obviously, that, that part would be awful. But I'm just saying the world would not collapse in on itself. Like I said, I said this one girl, I said, if every man took a day off, or if every man took a week off of work, this country, the world would stop working after five days. Seven days off. After five days, nothing would work anymore. Y'all take a week off? I don't think anything would change. I think the guys, I think a lot of guys would go to work and be like, it's kind of quiet around here. Why is it so quiet here at work? This is this is weird. And you wouldn't have those women in the gym filming guys, which the, I, I am so old. I remember when you couldn't bring cameras into the gym. Yeah, I remember that too. It you was know, well, when, yeah. And when but I saw that, to... yeah, it's Go like ahead. when I saw that, I went, this is a thing. And I had to call Antar and I was like, my brother, and I was like, this is a thing? He's like, oh, it's only about five years old. And I was like, oh. He's like, but what are they doing? He's like, they're filming themselves workouts they put on social media. And I was like, well, hell, I kind of wish I was around when I was lifting. And that way, my lifts would be, would be you know, captured for, you know, for posterity instead of me telling everybody and people going, oh, you wasn't that strong. But they actually <laughs> capture it. You know what I mean? Even yeah, though I was, yeah. they actually capture it. That would have been nice, you know? But they use it as weapons now. A dude will glance in their direction and they'll go, Well, not every woman, but it happens a lot. Farrell, Farrell, he's a rapist. He's coming for me. And then this one lady said, how about you bitches wear some baggy clothes? How about that? If you don't want dudes to look at you, how about that? And I'm like, well, I agree, but I disagree. I think women should be able to wear whatever they want. But I also believe that if you're going to be half naked, you need to expect guys to glance at you. Oh yeah, uh, there was. You know what I mean? Guy, there's this guy, Joey Swole. Yo, Joey Swole, yep. Uh, let him get on you, buddy. She, he will kill your shit. Cause she'll turn me on to him, and and he'll 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 call out anybody, but men or women. But he calls up like there's this woman that was wearing a literal g-string, a g-string. She had a halter <laughs> top on and a g-string, it was like a bikini, uh, you know, string up the ass. Guy looked in her direction. wasn't even. He wasn't even like, hey, mentioning he was just had his weights and his eyes were looking at her ass. And she turned around and was like, what are you looking at? What, what can I help you? And then Joey Swole was like, are you fucking kidding me? You know exactly. You wanted his, you wanted that reaction. Not You can wear whatever you want, but don't, don't act like you're not going to get looked at if you're doing squats in a G-string. Thank you. That's I what mean, I'm it's saying. It's ridiculous. Yeah, that's all I've been saying. It's like if you're gonna dress a certain way, here's the thing. And I and I and I've, I've and, 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 and you know, no one should have to. No one should approach you or do you no. make feel do any way you want. I sucks that I have to say this, but mm-hmm. I know. But it's say, like, man. but yeah, but it's like you know, you know, you you know that's the reaction you're gonna get. If mm-hmm. you don't, then you're not an adult. You're a child. Yep. You know what exactly. I mean? Because yeah. if I if I go to work with my balls hanging out, uh Everybody's someone's going, going and then, then I go, excuse me, eyes are up here. Everyone's gonna know, like, hey, you don't do that. So Mm-mm. you do it if you want. Because actually in our state it's legal to do something like that. But uh but yeah, don't don't, don't act really surprised. Don't act surprised yeah. when you get the reaction you get. And that yeah, that's just like... super annoying. I know it's like a man can't touch you. He should not be leering and drooling over you. But if he looks in your direction and your whole ass is hanging out, you got to suck that one up or put some pants on. 
Yeah. I'm sorry. I one of the things <laughs> it makes Stephanie laugh every time is um I remember I was in the gym once and this girl had uh the word juicy on the back of her on her ass, and all I could see was the J and the Y. And I'm just like <laughs> and I'm just like, what the hell? And she didn't get mad, she didn't say she knew what she had on, you know, she knew what she was doing. Yeah, and I'm like, how could she get mad at me for looking? How? And then this other lady, which was which was even crazier, her and her friend were doing these weird, this weird exercise in like basically like G strings, like that other girl you were talking about, and nobody looked. And you know what she said? She said, "Everybody, every man in here must be gay for not looking at us beautiful women exercising half naked." And I'm like, you don't get both ways. You don't get to do yeah, that. Yeah, you don't get to do it. You don't. You don't get to do that. I was so also pilly. You don't get to do that. No, 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 you don't get to play that game. Sorry, you don't get to play that game. It's either okay or it's not. We're not we're not gonna do that. We're not gonna go, well, if he's good looking, he can talk to me. If he's not, then he doesn't need to talk to me. No, we're not doing that. We're we're not we're not we're not we're not playing that game. And I just I just hate it so much. And I'm trying to like not make the little bit of this channel that I have angry stuff. You know, but yeah. I don't know what else. I don't know what else to do. And also, fuck you and my head being big. Okay. Oh, Screw let's you. talk about it. <laughs> and my head. Okay. Uh, so Marcel started this TikTok. It kind of reminds me of that TikTok you started uh, when you start posting. And I remember, like, like I don't know, maybe five, six, seven years ago, you had a YouTube channel, and you had yeah, what's called what was it called? And that's, and that's how, how I, I see it. it. Yeah. And uh, but. I think sometimes those will go on too long. And so I think this is perfect. I mean, just quick to the point. I mm. think you could do a, like a version of that, which is a, which kind of reminded me of uh, when I watched that first, uh, those first three. Yeah. So, I don't know. But your head, you have, <laughs> I, I have a big head. You have a bigger head. <sighs> when you shoot uh, down up, it makes everything. That's why in like a lot of movies and people think stars are so huge. It's just because they're shooting below their eye level and everything appears bigger. Mm. And when you're only doing a headshot, uh, you're talking head essentially, and you're shooting, shooting up your head looks like it's, it looks bigger than it's supposed to look almost misshapen. And and it, it gives your face, it gives you like a pear-shaped face, like big yeah, at the bottom. Does. Small the, so you need to, and th this is not a personal thing. I'm just, <laughs> this is a, a technical, just a technical critique. You want to have that camera at your eye level or slightly even, or even slightly a couple inches above so you're almost looking up. That is far more complimentary to your face if you shoot it that way, you shoot unless you like having look like you have a giant pear face. I mean, mm. go about what you you know. Your, live your life, but eye level and slightly above, you won't go wrong. I remember a uh, Family Guy making fun of um, what's that lady's name, um, Maria Driver, Missy Driver. Oh yeah, Mini Mimi uh, Mini Driver. Yeah, where they she's kept got, going like how head. far how far back can we pull? And they pulled back. We can't go back any farther. She walked in. Damn it. And her whole head was still out of frame. That's how I was like thinking, is that really how big my head is? And I'm like, and I, I, was like I know my I, I know my head is big. But the funny thing is, when I used to lift, when I was like 295 and just jacked out to no end, people said I had a small head. They did. They said my yeah, head well, was small. You grew, your body grew 
past proportion, probably. It did. It was it was ridiculous. I it looked like I had a pee on my on my, my top of my head. But then once I got back to normal, you know, and my pecs and my belt shrunk down to normal size. I remember one day I was looking in the mirror a couple years after I stopped lifting and eating. Like I was like, why is my head so big? What the hell? This is not right. Did my head grow? I didn't take any roids. I haven't taken any gear. Nothing. Why is my head? And Tarma was like, yeah, exactly. He said, you've always had a monster head. What is wrong with you? It's like, no, I had a little head. I got a normal head. Like, no, you don't. And that's why, you know, I don't, did I know you when I had that hat that apparently Stephanie said wouldn't come down all the way on my head? I think I did know you when I had that hat. Maybe. Uh, she said I used to have like rings around right above my uh, my ears because I couldn't pull it down all the way like it was supposed to because I bought it off the rack at, uh, at uh, I want to say I bought it at Walmart. It's kind of like the hat I have now. And I was like, oh, I kind of like this. And I pulled it on. I remember it was awfully tight. And I'm like, well, I guess this is how it's supposed to be because I didn't realize the hat's supposed to come down to your ears. I thought it was supposed to be like, you know, mid-level. And now it's supposed to come down to your ears. And it's supposed to have a little bit of, little bit of wiggle room. No, it was tight as a drum. It was like a condom was on my head kind of thing. And I'm like, this can't be right. And I still battle to this day saying it, it was it fit right. It fit right. I know it didn't. It did not fit right. It did not fit right at all. At all. You know, but it is it is what it is, man. Now, let's uh I want to jump into Ant-Man. Did you see the Ant-Man trailer? Uh yes, I did. It and? looks phenomenal. Yes, it does. I cannot yes, wait does. to see it. I cannot wait to see it at all. I'm more excited for the Flash. I saw Michael Keaton and I turned into like I was 17 years old. Again. Like, oh my god, it's Michael Keaton! <laughs> now oh, this looks wait. this looks really good. Uh, it actually looks really good. Um, you know, I mean, this is this was project was uh, the Flash was done just before. Gun took over, so yeah, all hell broke it, it, it was yeah. done. So he has no, he had, he had, he doesn't, he's not affecting this storyline, but it's going to reset. It's what he's building this new universe off of is the yeah. Flash, and he went as far as saying it's probably the best superhero film he's ever seen. And now I see and why, and, the, the, and that's, the, the... and this is coming from a guy who has two, probably three, really top tier very popular Marvel films and he's saying this is far better than what we've worked on. In, right. In and a this single is, movie. In a single movie. Right. And this is why I think they're trying to hang on to Ezra Miller. I think it's because it's such a good movie that they can't get rid of him. Even though well, I know yes, they, they won't can. I know they won't they, to. I know they won't to but well well here's the thing. It, it, the, it, we don't know how this movie's gonna end, but we could it's probably safe to assume he resets it if they're going by the comic book. Yeah, storyline, uh, Flashpoint, because mm-hmm. this is this is really Flashpoint. Yes, and where he where he goes, where Flash goes back into uh, this hangout with his parents and starts living there. Meanwhile, in doing that, he fucks up like all the timelines. Yeah, so all the of whole. Them. So the whole story is they're going trying to fix shit. So, um, if he, if it is that good. They can recast him as a variant, and there's a strong push for people uh, if they kick him out to replace him with uh, the guy who played the Flash on the CW show. I forget right, yeah, I've heard that. He's yeah, I don't really know his name, good. They want him. Yeah. He's really good, 
uh, he the guy doesn't have any. He's been with the show what nine years. It's the longest running show in the CW roster. Mm-hmm. And uh, and Ezra made an appearance on his show as a variant, so they could they they can write him. I am. It's just odd. They probably want to hold on to him until this is done because they I think they realize they're sitting on something big, and. Yeah, I think they're just going to keep him around long enough to run his contract out and then let him go write him out somehow or probably have a variant replace him. And I uh, hope because they do, he's, he's got problems, man. He's got a lot of problems, dude. Or I'm sorry, it's they. They they go by they. They have a lot of problems. Is that what he's saying he is now, is a they? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck him. Uh, <laughs> I'm not doing that shit no more, dude. You know why? I'll tell you a reason why. My brother took his dog to the vet, and in the vet, you know, my dog's murdering dog, a uh, hero who likes to murder small animals. Um, you know, there are bodies in their backyard of birds and rabbits and everything. She just murders them, doesn't eat them, just murders them. And uh, I thought she was a serial killer in a former life. And uh, or just a dog. A- Dogs. Or just a dog who likes to kill. You know, for yeah, no yeah, I mean, there's a reason, you know, the dog squeaky toys have they squeak. It's because it mimics, it mimics the uh, like the uh, primal part of them that likes to hear the screams of whatever they're killing. I know. That's why. That's Steph- why they do it. I told Stephanie that she's like, every time you say that, it just depresses me. It's like it's not a fun game anymore. I was like, it never was a fun game to play fetch with your dog. No, they're, we've they're, they're, trained they're, monsters to be our friends. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it is not a cute little game. It is It is a dog chasing its prey, bringing it back, squeaking it, killing it, and giving before, it to you. Before, before dogs again. became... Yeah, before dogs were domesticated, they were like hyenas. They were just wild packs, and they would attack people and mm-hmm. children. And So, no, they're just we just made yeah. friends with them and bred it into and them. So, Oh yeah, so he took him. So he took him to the, to the, to the vet, and and this lady brought her dog in. She was from California, which I think is very pertinent to the story. And uh, and the lady was like, "Oh, I remember you. You're such a good boy." And she started petting the dog and was going to take the dog back. And the lady said, "Excuse me, my dog does not identify as a as a male. My dog is a they." And the lady said, "I'm sorry. What'd you say?" <sighs> and the lady, me and the lady said, "You know, get the fuck out. Kicked her out of the vet." How dare you kick me out? I was like, we're not doing that here. That's why I said, fuck him and that they shit. The line has been, the line in the sand has been drawn with me. When you start putting that shit on animals, I'm done. You, I don't want to hear you anymore. I don't want to know your, your, your causes, your pain. Fuck you now. Now you've crossed the line. That is the line that I will not back off from. I will not let you cross that line. As Picard said, it's just this far and no further. That's it. You're not doing this shit. You're not doing this anymore. No more. This is some bullshit. I am not going to call a dog. I was like, well, what is your dog's gender? Okay. It's a male dog. What are you talking about? Are you sure it identifies as a male? There's this one bitch who said you need to ask your infant to change their diaper. Ask. Consent. Pierce Morgan went off. How does a baby give consent? And what if the baby's consent is is no? I know. (laughs) That's what I I said. I was like, what the hell? He and and I are both in the same. 
All right, let's switch like, oh gears. I don't want to talk about oh, anymore. Uh, anyway, uh, so yeah, it's just so much stuff. It's just driving me nuts. But anyway, um, I just want to see Michael Keaton and see his role. Ben Affleck's in it. I heard Christian Bale may pick up the bat, the cape and cowl again. Maybe there's a little rumor out there that they might be trying to get him back, and I'm kind of hoping they don't. So. That's I what don't I, that's so. what I've read. Well, James Gunn already put that to bed. He, oh, did he? he? I didn't he, see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they need someone younger, and uh, they might. He says they will still do bad stories, and they'll be calling them else worlds, like this uh, this new Batman with what's his name. The next one that is going to be uh, oh, which one? What's the Twilight guy? What's his name? Oh, Robert uh, Robert Patterson. Robert Pat- Patterson Batman's will be their own thing. They're and uh, like the Joker movie. That's out in the sequel. It will be its own thing. They'll call them Elseworlds, Elseworlds movies. And ah, there you go. what he's working on is in the main thing. And they says they're going with the younger Superman and the younger Batman. Good. So well, that makes sense. I mean, I just I, and like when they fired Henry Cavill, I was like, you know, I get it. But too much time has gone by between the movies. It's like I don't. You know, like I said, you you know more about this shit than I do. I've always wondered when you sign an actor to a ten picture deal like they did, and it's going to be one character, and they know what they want to do. How come they don't just film shit back to back to back to back to back to back to back after the first one is successful? Like after Iron Man was successful. They knew that everything else they did was going to be semi-successful. Why didn't they just get everybody in there and just get it and just, you know, knock it out like they did Lord of the Rings? Just knock them out in three or four years straight and then release them as they as need be. I never understood waiting five years, six years, seven years, because nine years to do it. Explain that to Because you want to age with the character. And also you don't want to let's say they, they make four movies. And someone, some big scandal happens, or or there's a total shift in what people are into, and you spent to make these four movies, you spent a billion dollars, and now, and let's say after the second one, no one seems to give a shit about they die like westerns did, Uh, Mm -hmm. and now, but now you have these. You have two movies you have to pay to put out to get some kind of try and generate some kind of revenue because you don't know how it's going to shift. Plus, uh, long you have if you sign someone to those, it's not like the old days where you get a contract with a studio and you only make movies with them. You, it's not like that anymore. To where, oh, okay, okay, I get what you're saying. They can take up all your time and you can't do anything else. You have to be able to take other jobs, do whatever you want. So they can't mm. do that. I mean, once in a while you get like a project that they know they're going to make uh, two movies or three movies and like, you know, that's why the um, Lord of the Rings things, even the Lord of the Rings things, uh, they they uh, they didn't shoot all three movies at once. They just shot them. Uh, that's, you know, there was a, they were contracted, they took up this like with the act, they made a deal with the actors. You can go do your what you're gonna do between here and here, but we're doing this movie between this date and this date because release date is this. It's so regimented, you know. Unless you get like some one in a million thing like that, they can't tie up everything you do anymore. Those days are long gone. Hmm. 
Okay, it just, and they it don't just know seemed... about the shift. So, you know, like I said, yeah, you, I get, yeah, you only I get, make I a movie justified on the power of the last one. You know that make that make that makes sense. It's just sometimes though, I see like like with Henry Cavill as Superman. It's like you knew what you had. I just couldn't understand how why they waited so long to try to get him a sequel. It's like, don't you want to? Strike the unquote unquote strike while the iron's hot. I mean, what are what are well, we waiting they, on here? They they wasted they they screwed that up and they also didn't um they had remember this is you know before they decided to let gun organize shit. You, we were talking about at one point there's two different flash movies, two different Joker movies, and they never the TV shows didn't go and coincide with the movies at all. It was just a fucking mess. So it was. I, yeah. So it was probably you know all these spinning all these plates. They probably didn't you know. They said, well, if the movie makes this, then it'll justify us making that. That's that's all it is. Uh, but you know, they were working on all kinds of shit that just fizzled out. It was just. I think that was one of the problems with DC, or you know, like to get some hit in the movie, and like remember when Aquaman came out. Yeah. And. Uh, the first one came out, and the one of the best parts of the movie was the, when they went into the trench, mm-hmm. and people talked about it online how the trench was a cool concept and it was a cool part. Yeah, they're gonna make a movie about. Then it. They were gonna make a movie about it. No one was asking for it, and ended up dying on the vine because they didn't really have a story. They just said there's something they said, and then start we're gonna do this, and it would just piddle out. It was that mean that. It was like that's the way it was. That's the way it was run. So it doesn't surprise me at all uh, that um, I think they just didn't have the money. I don't know, but it doesn't See, surprise like, me at all that it they didn't. They took so long between movies because none yeah. of them have actually performed, with the exception of Aquaman uh, performed and Wonder Woman. Aqu- performed, Aquaman and Wonder Woman. Every yeah. yeah, Aquaman and the first Wonder Woman. Yeah. Everything else just kind of shit the bed and underperformed. Yeah, they all did. But my thing was, it's like. It's like you had, like, let's let's take Black Adam, for example. You knew you had the biggest star in the world at one point. You know, I don't, he still probably is or really close to being. He's been that way for about five to eight years. I don't understand why. And you knew he'd wanted to do this for 15 years. Why wasn't this movie out eight years ago? Nine years ago. Why did it take till he was 50 to put this movie out? It's like, I don't understand. And that's the thing about the, about the politics and the business aspect of Hollywood that's always perplexed me is that you know what needs to be done, but yet you wait a half a decade to do it. I don't understand what is in. I guess I don't understand the minutia of of making a, of, of of putting together a, a movie. I guess you know. I guess I just don't have the, the prerequisite knowledge to do it. You know, to understand it at this point, you know, because I I, I I would I would have seen Man of Steel, seen that success and been like, all right, we need to get Cavill back in here. We need to have one out in two years. Let's get this done. Instead, they wait, what, seven? Yeah. It's like, what are you doing? It, it, it's, it's doing its thing now. Now, I understand Cameron waiting because he's waiting for technology to catch up. I get that. Yeah, depending that on, makes yeah, depending sense. On, yeah. Yeah. That makes perfect sense. You're waiting on technology. Doesn't count. He doesn't count. But everything else is like if it, if it's a great movie and you know you're going to make more, why are you waiting so damn long? Get it done. You have the actor. You have him in the contract. 
You have the money. What are you waiting on? What's the problem here? I, I can't wrap my head around this. And you just, you wasted, you wasted so many years of Henry Cavill as Superman and all the great stories that could have been told. You wasted uh, at least eight, eight to 10 years of Dwayne Johnson playing uh, Black Adam. But for, for better or for worse, you wasted a lot of time. He's way too old to do this again. Sorry, he yeah. just is. I mean, he's 50. He's too old to do this again. And you wasted all this time. Why? Why don't you guys just get it done? Marvel get got it done. Even, even though they're still fucking up with uh, 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 Blade. They're still fucking around with that one. That one just, just driving at me too. It's like you knew you were going to do this four or five years ago. What is the hold up here? How is this taking so long? You have Marisha yeah. Ali under contract, ready to go. You have the budget. What are you waiting on? What is, what is happening? Well, they're already shooting that. And uh, remember, the director quit. I do remember that. Yes, you're right about the director that. Quit. Director quit. That, I mean, that's crazy. And, and, and directors quit during uh, in the beginning of production all the time. But they were right. halfway they were almost halfway done, and he quit. Really? I, I didn't know he quit that late into it. Wow. Yeah, so – or I'm sorry. They were all the way – halfway done. I don't know why I said halfway done. I'm sorry. They already started production, so they already had people oh, okay. set in place, and they're already shooting, and the guy quit. And it was the guy that Hermersha Ali brought in that he – you know, on the project. So now they got to get oh, another wow. director up to speed and kind of make sure that what his vision is – can somehow coincide with what's already been done. That's a fucking, that's a major thing. When you're talking about spending, uh, what, $100 million, $80 million, I think the budget is on this movie. So it's going to, uh, you know, you, you can't you can't take it lightly. And that's why Marvel is so successful. They're not taking it lightly. They're not oh, rushing it. They, They're not rushing it. Shit will happen when it happens. But you got to kind of trust their process. They're trying to make a good movie. Now, if no, this was old no. DC, old DC would have already had it out and it would have failed because it wasn't ready. They're getting yeah. it ready. I know. I, I just have such a I just have such a thing about about timeliness when it comes to these movies that are niche. Because you and I both know the superhero movies are like eighties movies. And they're like westerns. They're going to run their course. It's just, it's just a it's just a matter of when. When is it going to be where people are going to be like, all right, that's enough, that's enough. And that's why I keep thinking, you guys got to get this shit done. You don't have as much time as you think before it becomes a thing of the past. Dramas, comedy, rom coms, those are always going to be around as long as there are movies that people will always go see those. But when you talk about westerns, superheroes, and certain types of action films. Those are niche films that people are just going to be like, yeah, I don't think I want to watch that. Yeah, I don't think so. You know, you might have one or two that break out. Like, The Rock taking all this time to make a San Andreas 2 boggles my mind. That's I don't think I don't think he waited. Look at all the movies between San Andreas 1 and San Andreas 2. There's like nine movies in there. You know, but why? Okay, I guess I guess I. And where is he? When he's supposed to film it? <laughs> when he's supposed? When he's already? He's probably contractually bound to movies. Probably 
years yeah. out, years I, out, not not a month here, month years, because we we're already talking about rock fatigue. It's because he's constantly on something. Okay, I so yeah, that's why. Okay, now it's that, that like yeah, you want me to make you some money. We'll get in line. I'm already promised to this to do these many movies with this many art, you know, this many movie houses. It's just it's not a, when you're doing movies on that scale, it can't be rushed. Even the shitty movies take an insane amount of planning and production and pre-production. When you got these big productions that are making, you know, 80 million, 90 million dollars, it's, it's it's about a two and a half to three year process. I don't think you realize just how long it takes these massive movies to come out. Well, okay. the time you're hearing about it to the time you see it, from yeah. the time you're hearing about production stuff, it has already been the ball has already been rolling probably six to eight months before that. Oh, absolutely, yeah, that much I do know. I get that. It's just a part. Of the so one thing you know, for unless there's a well-oiled machine that have they're doing it on multiple fronts, which is like Marvel is doing. Mm-hmm. It's going to be two, three years between movies. Well, it's, it's, it, you said something that that that, that kind of brought it home that made me really understand. It's it's that I forget that a guy like Dwayne has his calendar full five years in advance. Absolutely, you know, and that's something I never, I didn't take into into my thought process because I didn't, it never crossed my mind that you're he's that busy. That he's, he's literally contracted probably three to five years out. So when yeah, and San Andreas was 2015. I mean, we're talking like, eight years yeah. later, you know. It's like, what the hell? But I guess if you if you go like, okay, after San Andreas, I'm signed on to do this movie, and then this movie, then this movie. I can't fit San Andreas 2 in until this time, which is eight years from now. Uh, okay. Well, look at it this way. Look at it this way, because he he makes he is a money making machine. Yeah, he is. He that. he has made what almost a billion dollars, something like nine hundred million, if not more. Yeah, uh, th- that's how much he gets. So imagine how much he's generating. Yeah. So you know he is definitely one hundred percent booked years out until and I, and I think that's probably. I mean, he doesn't have to, but he is. He's like, he's just taking on that schedule. And that's why we kind of got rock fatigue. Yeah. But we're going to get a lot more of him because he's promised, you know, he's probably already been paid for some of the shit he's got to do. Oh, what? They they pay him already? I didn't know. Well, that. you know, you well, they, you know, uh, it depends on how you're, you're, uh, you're, um, Okay, Mar- perfect example. It's did let you know how sometimes the contracts work. Remember when Marlon Wayans was going to be? Remember back in the late '90s, early 2000s, Marlon Wayans was going to be the next Robin. I do remember that. Yeah. You know how much he made on that deal that never came to came to pass? Thirty million dollars. I'm sorry, he got paid and he didn't even do anything. Really? Absolutely. Wow. Because you you get guarantees for because here's the thing: when you get a big star, and let's say. Uh, yeah, we want you to uh, be in our next movie, and we're going to pay you this much money, $10 million. And you're like, great, I'm, you, oh, I belong to you for that amount of money. And then a week later or a month later, you're like, oh, yeah, we're not going to make the money. Well, I turned down these other things. 
Oh, gotcha, 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 gotcha. I'm never gonna work with you again if you if you you know what I mean. They have yeah. contingency plans, like whether the movie get like for example, uh, when uh, uh, what's his name, uh, Kevin Smith wrote that script they never used the Nicolas Cage Superman yeah. script, mm-hmm. and, and they grab they bought it and they never used. It. You know, he they asked him to write it, they didn't like it, but he still the movie never got made. He never got to direct it or even produce it. Yet they still had to pay him because he, they took his time to make him write it. So he still made like a million or two million on on writing that script. Well, it's like Denzel in American Gangster. He got paid twice for that because it fell through the first time, twenty million, and then it finally got made and he got another twenty million. I see. I thought those were special uh, things that they put in contracts. I didn't know that. I those mean, were... what's we all know? Those are norms. Yeah, I didn't but, know that. Uh, yeah, and it's not every actor, you know. Some can't command that kind of uh, right. Thing, no, I understand, but it is, I, I but it that, is yeah. very common. It is very common. See, because I'm looking at his upcoming schedule, and he's got in development the King, whatever the hell that is, uh, San Andreas Two, Big Trouble in Little China, which I'm really terrified of, uh, Jungle Cruise, Jungle Cruise Two, Another Red Notice, Doc Savage, Red One, whatever that is, and a, and a WWF video game. This is all signed, sealed, and delivered stuff that he's got to do. And I'm looking like, well, what if Black Adam had been a, a major blow-up success? Where would he fit another Black Adam when he's 55? 60? That, that's when you negotiate, you renegotiate your deals. So, uh, well, like George Clooney. When George Clooney first started making the transition from TV star to, to major actor, mm-hmm. uh, or you know, the movie actor, he was... He said one of the it's like this is yeah I'm real they're talking about hey, you're gonna leave ER and do movie strictly. He's like ah, the movie thing is is not promised and uh, I could I could really do myself a disservice by shunning my bread and butter and for something in case it doesn't work out and so you know on his days off of working on on. Um, ER, he was still bat when he was Batman, he was still doing ER. And he was a big star leading a franchise movie, and he was still holding on to his day job just in case it didn't work out. You know, so you know, you, or you can do like the Dave Caruso, get a little popular on a show, then immediately leave the show <laughs> and, movies, and then yeah. lose both. Yeah, I mean, you know, so you gotta you gotta be smart about it. All right, well, that, that clears up a lot because it's just, it's been, that stuff has been bothering me off and on for probably 15, 20 years. You know, I remember uh, watching, uh, what was it, the first uh, Jurassic Park when I was like, I think, God, I think that came out when I was like 20, 21. And I remember thinking, they need to immediately make another sequel. I mean, let's get this done. You know, what are we waiting for? Give me, you know, I, uh, a buddy of mine told me it takes about two years. I was like, well, we'll see it in two years. And it was like, I think five years later. Like, the hell it takes so long what are we doing here it's like you guys you had a hit what are you waiting for but now i i kind of have a better understanding about actors and you know that you may get laura dern today but she might be signed for three other movies you know that she can't get out of because the rock was going dwayne was going to do wrestlemania right before triple h had his massive heart attack uh with triple h they were going to main event at wrestlemania which he's never done and yeah, they asked uh, Triple H in his interview. They said, "Well, what happened?" He's like, "His schedule is too too busy." And I'm thinking, "But you're talking about WrestleMania next year. 
What are you talking yeah. about? But then I, but now that you explained it, I'm like, but he doesn't have a regular job like we do, where he can ask for the time off to to yeah. go to go train to do WrestleMania. He has other shit that's lined up for eight nine years. He can't fit it in. I'm like, oh, now I get it. Okay, absolutely understand. Understandable, still annoying, but understandable. Oh, the director's name was Bassam Tariq. Uh, yeah, quit Blade. Yeah, I looked yeah. that up real quick. I was like, he quit after uh, it was two months uh, before production was supposed to begin. Begin, and he just, I it doesn't say anything on as to why he 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 walked out. He just walked out. I'm sure it was a, you know, a misunderstanding or a, or arguing with. Uh, you know, the executives and all that shit. But well, really I can only I can only assume it's probably something to do with um, with him. Um, you know, a lot of times the directors have a vision, but Marvel's a machine. They'll let you go out, pay outside the lines a little bit, but right. you can't go off the reservation. They will not allow it. You're not going to fuck with what they got going on. And some directors don't like that. They want to do something wildly different. And they're like, no, we're going to stick with what works. So yeah. It could, be, it could be a creative thing. Because Kugler um, had a different vision for um, the latest Black Panther, but obviously Bozeman died. You know, he wanted to do a father-son uh, movie. And the way mm-hmm. it went. Also, on the same line, did you know that that uh, Marvel is forbidden to do a Namor solo movie? Because somebody else owns the solo movie rights to Namor. Yeah, I did that, not that, know that. I, I mean, I, I saw that a couple. Of- I didn't. Hello. Yeah, I'm here. I'm right. Oh, okay, here. I didn't know that per se, mm-hmm. but I knew um, how that works. I mean, that's why we will never get a solo Hulk movie done by Marvel. That's why we, you know, that's why like the Thor movie was really like a Thor uh, Hulk buddy movie because that was the only way to shoe in a Thor story because they don't own the right Marvel still doesn't own the solo rights to the Hulk. So Hulk can be Hulk can be a character in a ensemble but he can't be the star. He yeah that's just so weird because, that it's, it's that specific because uh yeah another company owns the solo movie rights. Yeah, that's because when uh, Marvel was uh, tanking, they 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 sold off the company, if I remember right, and the characters in in itty bitty pieces. You know, it's like you could oh, have, yeah, yeah. they sold know, off like, all their big all their big names. That's yeah. why we got Iron Man, the third tier guy, movie first. Yeah, because that's all they had was Iron Man. I mean, they didn't have nobody else. And I'm wondering, it's like that was like a blessing in disguise. You know, I couldn't imagine them starting off with anything other than Iron Man. Now. You know, know, what if they'd have had the Hulk? I mean, would 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 we have would he be here if we started off with the Hulk? I don't know. Would we be here if we started off with Spider Man? I don't know. But I know that when they started off with Iron Man, they made it because most people honestly did not know what an Iron Man was. You know, they were like Iron Man. I've heard the name, but I'm not sure what we're talking about here. And because of Robert Downey's immense talent. And the fact that it was directed, I think, almost flawlessly. I mean, the first Iron Man was just a genius-made movie, and and Obadiah Stane was oh, it was a perfect movie. Um, set the tone, you know, for everything that came after it. You know, you yeah, 
it was just it was just perfectly done. It was perfectly done. But uh, have you seen the trailer uh, for um, Secret Wars? I think I did. But I'm Sam not Jackson sure. and yeah. It's yeah, Secret Wars. Oh my God, we're going the to scrolls see- are the bad guys anyway, right? Like they're supposed to be. I don't know, I don't know. But we, you hear we're going to get uh, an Iron Man variant. I heard, and is it? It's Tom Cruise. They got him. The play he's gonna. They said in Secret Wars he's going to be a Iron Man. He's gonna because of the events from. Um, from um, God damn it, the last Doctor Strange you saw, yeah, when, the, qu- the quantum, whatever it's called, yeah, yeah, quantum. Uh, uh, no, that's not was it? No, it was a multiverse, no, it was of madness. A multiverse, yeah, it's not, multiverse of madness, right, right, right. right. Well, in, in that one, you know, the Illuminati gets killed. Well, the Iron Man variant wasn't there, so when he finds out, he's going after the Avengers in uh. In through Secret Wars, and they said they got Tom Cruise to play the Iron Man variant. How fucking crazy! Oh, you're not sure? No, 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 I'm not sure how excited I should be because I don't know. I I think it's going to be the coolest thing, and I'm wondering is he going to be is he going to be like a a bit player or a star or what? I don't know. I don't know. Wow, they got him. I wow, I'm gonna be really keeping an eye on this one because I'm really curious as to how that's gonna work out. How much how much they told I wonder how much they had to had to give up to get him. I don't think a ton. I think he'd like to be immortalized in Marvel in the Marvel universe. And it's not like uh, it's not like they're going to and they're not gonna let him take over. There's that's not gonna fucking happen. Oh, of course not. I just wonder how much they're gonna have to like take interest in his wanting to make no, the movie I don't, perfect. I don't, I don't, you know I don't I mean? think so. No, I don't think that they don't, they're not going to cater to him. They don't need so. him. They don't no, they need don't. him. No, they're they not don't. star fuckers. They'll have stars in their stuff, but they, they don't need him. So I don't think he's going to have any kind of control over how it ends. You think he's... They, come on, dude. Big star or not. They, they gave... Edward Norton just was hinting he was going to start doing that shit, and they gave him his walking papers. They just wouldn't hire Tom Cruise if it was going to be a problem. No, I and I understand what you're saying, and I understand the passion in which you're saying it in. But what I'm saying is you can't compare Edward Norton to Tom Cruise as far as power goes. And I also understand that Marvel okay. is its own entity and its own power, and that Tom Cruise is not going to be able to just step on everybody. But then again, I do wonder if he did negotiate a little bit of wiggle room onto how much he can influence this or that. That's then that's a legitimate question to ask. I don't that's think not, that's, that's a, not outrageous. It is, I think, with Marvel because no one, big star, little star, no one, proven Robert Redford is a Oscar-nominated actor and director. He's God. <laughs> in a lot of ways to the movie to a certain generation. And he 
just has to follow orders because yeah. there is a machine here and you were not fucking with it. They're not going to let Tom Cruise just run over. What franchise has he run other than uh, Mission Impossible? And I think mostly it's because of the people he's aligned with with that. What else has he done to, uh, a franchise that he's taken over that has been a success? Oh, I was glad you used the word success. I was like, if he going to go anywhere else, I can name you a few. But no, nothing. Um, so I don't think Foggy's going to kneel to Tom Cruise. Sorry, no, no, I don't see, you see you're I think you're taking it too far with what I'm saying. I'm not saying kneel, but I'm like, because I know that the rest of Marvel's They will give him some kind of creative p- parameters as an actor. Right. That's what they want him for. And it's not even for one of their movies. It's for one of their TV shows. He wanted to do this. Oh, he doesn't okay. need to do this. If he wanted to do it, then he's just going to do whatever they tell him to do. Then I thought they, I thought it was the other way around that they pursued. Oh him. no, he wanted to play okay, Iron Man because he was supposed to play Iron Man ten years ago. Yeah, uh, you know, ten, fifteen years, twelve years ago. But yeah. they, they, they didn't have it in the budget, and they didn't want him to try and take it over. Now Marvel isn't the Marvel. The Marvel then isn't what the Mar, you know, the Marvel now. No. Then they would have needed him. They don't need him now. No, they don't need any any of them guys now. They could start. So over with I don't a brand think they're going to even even passively uh, give up any kind of control other than what they need him for, and that's a name to a character who he was supposed to play initially. And it's just kind of a cool thing. It is cool. I think it's fantastic that uh, he's. I think. I think. I don't think he's. I think he absolutely has some kind of financial stake in this, but he could be. That could be part of the Secret War story. You know, it could be a big chunk of it. Him going after the variant. uh, The variant going after the characters we know from the show, from the movies and shows. I mean, and then they have this whole scroll aspect. It's a mini series, so and it's yeah. Uh, so it's probably probably gonna look at you know. Uh, I don't know how many episodes. episodes. Is yeah, I would say yeah, ten. I don't know. Maybe I twelve. G- given the trend of the of those Marvel shows, it's been around anywhere between eight to ten. Yeah. Um, did you watch the Miss Marvel series? It wasn't any good. I haven't got around to that one. I it's cute and it's and it's good. It gets it gets progressively better. It's more of a coming of age story about an mm. Indian girl. In you know in America, it's it's cool, and you got. I really liked it, and I watched it with Eloise. She really liked it, uh, and she's definitely going to be part of the Young Avengers. That is one hundred percent happening. They already kind of alluded to it by some of the people she's hanging out with. Okay, I haven't I haven't quite gotten around to it yet. I've been kind of looking at it on my thing, going like, well, I'm not sure. It looks a little. I guess I can say, kitty to me. You know, it's light. It's light. But it's I would it's not like uh, you know, it's 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 Marvel fair. It's it's not lesser, but it is okay. light in nature. I mean, it's kind of like She Hulk. She Hulk was very light. Yeah. And, you know, I think everyone kind everyone's universe is a little skewed. But I think you know when they get together, it's going to be one thing. Just like because every like like the last you know the last class, Iron Man movie, Thor movie, Captain America. Um, they all had a different feel to them and they all seem to be on a different on, you know, a different type of universe and until they got to the adventure films and that was its own, it's like, you know, business. 
So I think we're going to definitely get a big range of that because we're going to get She-Hulk in the Avengers. We're going to get uh, Ms. Marvel. And they're already setting it, you know, they're setting up all these different um, tones. But I think they'll share the same underlying tone when they do a movie together. Yeah, I mean, that, that, that's what I figured. You know, like I said, Hawkeye took me like three tries to get past that first episode. And then once I got past it, I was like, okay, this is not, actually not bad. Yeah, that's kind of what I was I like a little it. concerned about it uh, with uh, Miss Marvel. Also, the blacklist is finally coming to an end. Season ten is it, and I'm oh. like, thank. You. I'm like, I'm, I'm I'm torn because I love Raymond Reddington so much, but I want to finally find out who he's who he actually is because they still have they, we still don't know. He's not Raymond Reddington, but we don't know who he is, and I can't wait to find out. You know, I I have said from day one that's. Uh, that that that's that character Elizabeth Keene's mother. That that's who he turned into. He changed his sex and his identity into Raymond Reddington. I believe that's his mother. But hopefully they'll answer that question before season ten ends, or hell, by get a movie. I don't know, but it's coming to an end in season ten and two hundred plus episodes, which is fantastic. I fucking love that show, dude. It is, it is the best. <laughs> it's so addicting <laughs> to me. Oh my god, I love that show so much. Uh, uh, let's see, what have I been watching? I saw. Um, I've been watching uh, a lot of Ted Lasso on Apple Plus. Michelle uh, mm-hmm. and I. I don't know if you ever watched the show. I'm kind of late to the party on it because the show's been out for a few years. But uh, we're in uh, the season three, and I, it's like a really good feel-good show. Jason Sudeikis plays Ted Lasso. He's an American that goes to England and. And he's a he was a football college football coach in the in the states, and then he's coaching soccer. I mean, it's just it's really fun. I like it a lot. I like. It. Oh, okay. I'm looking at it right now. Okay, I see. Yeah, Ted Lasso, yeah. and mm-hmm. um, another one is um, Shrinking, and that's with um, uh, Sudeikis. No, no, not Sudeikis. What am I saying? Um, Shrinking, it's on Apple Plus also. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Shrinking. Oh, why are you looking? Think about this. With, uh, Jason, nice see, Jason Seagal. He plays a, I'm sorry, what were you going to say? No, I was thinking while you're looking it up, I want you to think about this. What do you think about those balloons and getting uh, over America? But that's that, that's the next thing I want you to think about while you're talking about this. Oh, okay. Uh, no, Shrinking is another show I've been watching is... Uh, um, uh, Apple, Apple Plus show, and Jason's. Uh, I'm sorry, Jason uh, Siegel is. Oh, him from uh, his wife dies. Yes, yeah. yeah, and he has a teenage daughter, and and uh, he's a therapist that was kind of losing his shit and trying to trying just trying to figure it out, and and it's it's pretty good. Because uh, Shell loves it because it's about therapists. She's a therapist. <laughs> so, uh, uh, so she's one that actually started. Uh, she's one that wanted to watch this, wanted us to watch the show together. And I, I actually like it a lot. It's actually a pretty good show. Yeah, okay, cool. Um, another show I'm watching uh, is I'm going to make it a segment at the end of our episode. Uh, and it's Evan and I. I'm calling the segment Second String, mm. a.k.a. Shows I can't get Marcel to watch. <laughs> <laughs> wow, <Damon> okay. <laughs> With Damon and Evan. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, 
The Last of Us. Uh, that show is fucking stellar. It's a it's a good ass show. Okay. And, uh, I strongly recommend I, that. But you know, there'll be a review. We'll, we'll just type like a overall what's uh, going on so far. Talk about it after the after, at the end of this. The segment will be at the end of this episode, and then that'll be the last of our show. But um, I did see Cap knock at the cabin last uh, Saturday. But Tisa's movie, right? Yes, uh, it's done yeah. by M Night. It's an adapt. It's an adaptation from M Night Shyamalan. It's not a, uh, an original story from him. Because uh, I read this book and it's pretty good. It was this gay couple with their uh, with their daughter, their and uh, um, I'll give you the setup, and, okay. uh, and and then I won't tell you anything else. <laughs> okay. Uh, they're they're all in the cabins of family vacation. It's a knock at the door. It's four people. It's Batista, uh, two women and one guy, and they they they're holding like weapons, and they're like, we have to ask you to do this something that's very important. And basically, if you don't do it, the world is the apocalypse will start. Right. And and uh, so they need. One of the three family members is the couple's couple, a gay couple uh, played by um, uh, jo- J- Jonathan Groth, who plays uh, Eric, and uh, his partner. God dang it, Rupert Grint. Oh, no, Ben Aldridge. Ah, uh, anyway, they play this couple, and they have a little uh, eight-year-old. Daughter that they adopted. Uh, one of them has to sacrifice himself, uh, or the apocalypse will start. And they go, and you know, it's like all these fucking crazy people. Mm-hmm. But uh, as the story progresses, it's a bottle. It's a bottle bottle film. They never leave this cabin. And uh, I'm sorry, what'd you call it? It's a what you would call it a bottle film, like never, everything's never in a heard bottle. that term in my entire life. Okay, really? No, okay. never once have I well, heard that term. It's like you know, like shipping a bottle. Everything is in one spot. It's just a bottle hmm. film. I didn't know anyway, that. Anyway, uh, makes sense. I just have never heard <laughs> that before. I am. I, I, okay. Anyway, uh, they never leave that cabin, but one of them has to kill themselves. So it's. These two adult men are their eight-year-old daughter. One of them has to die or the apocalypse will start. And over the course of the movie, you start to come to Patisa's side. <laughs> and just like the book. And that's all I'm going to say. But it's so very... is, is, there, is there a Shyamalan twist? Can you give me that? Um, there's somewhat of a twist, but it, he didn't, again, he didn't write this. This is a straight story. Oh, okay. 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 So I don't have to worry about a you know, they actually they're they're led the land of the lost with the dinosaurs and shit at the end of the movie or something. No, 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 no. He, well, you're the one that you you're more of an M Night apologist than I am. I said he's done some shit. You don't want to call his fucking glass a masterpiece. Oh, I love that movie. That's the best. That's that's fantastic. That's not. Movie. Wow. That's not true. No. That's not true. 
It was a brilliant piece of cinematography. No, I love that no. movie. Oh, no, you don't. I don't love that movie. Yes, no, you do. Yes, I do. <laughs> I don't like his little twist movies, but that one was really, that one caught me. I was like, this is the, your, yeah. your hero dies from being drowned in a mud puddle. That's, uh, yeah, okay. In a rainstorm. Hey, he can't Shut handle up. water, man. I mean. Oh, God damn. You know what? I'm not even, not even entertaining this. It's water, man. What anyway, it was a great movie. I really like Knock Your Cabin. It, um, it's a good, it's a good, it's, you know, Batista, again, proving he can fucking act. He yeah. acts his ass off in this movie, and it's it's really good. And he's, he's, he's uh, you know, he's in every scene just about, and he's, you know, chewing a lot of scenery, and, he, and it, you know, you're, you're what, you know, it's a good movie. I enjoyed it. Well, Batista did say uh, that this was what he he set out to do was to be an actor and not a movie star, you know, and basically right. it's basically an underhanded, you know, that's an uppercut to the rock, you know, is really what that comment was. I mean, we, whether he meant it like that or not, that's what it turned out to be. It's like, dude, I want to be an actor. I don't, I don't want to be a movie star. You know, I want to get, be the best actor I can be. Right. And he gets, he's actually getting better while Dwayne oh, is staying the same. Dwayne is not improving Batista's well, again, Batista's taking stuff. He has the skill, and he's pushing himself to try stuff wildly different. Yeah, he is. The I, Rock I, isn't. I, the Rock is just doing different versions of what The Rock does. Hey, uh, you know, I bet you in a movie, Batista will let he'll get bested. He'll die. He'll be the main character that dies, and he'll he'll do those things. The Rock will not. No, no, The Rock would never. never so how do you expect to grow? Too. And be, you know, never if you're not, not going to challenge yourself. But enough of that. We've talked about him at nauseum. Um, but right. yes, I say check out Cabin in the Woods. Oh, what is up with the George Lopez shit, man? Have you been reading? Have you been watching this? Uh, no. George Lopez, man, is getting torn apart in what, the media. What, 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 for what? Apparently, we found out that George Lopez, back in the day when he was uh, becoming really successful, would sign to do work at a casino. And, and one of the conditions was that no other Latinos can work there while he's there. George Lopez has said that he doesn't, he doesn't believe in helping anybody get anywhere. He's like, I, he's like, everybody makes it on their own. He, he's made fun of other comedians. He lied on Paul Rodriguez about an encounter they had. Apparently, Eric Estrada uh, wanted to shoot him because of a, 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 something that they that they had, uh, a beef that they had. And Estrada, you know, told him we could settle like a man, and I, which I didn't know that Estrada was a um, reserve deputy, you know, took his badge and gun off and said, man, we can settle this right now. And, and and then and, and, and Lopez is like, I'm a comedian, not this. And I'm like, what the hell? And then I, this one lady wrote on on one of the stories that I saw on TikTok about him being a bad person. I said, I've known he was a bad person when he divorced his wife, who saved his life by giving him his kidney. And he, he left her his kidney, and he left her. <laughs> almost, a, it was like a few years later too. It wasn't. It was almost immediate. It's like you should you should do some some just a little bit of snooping on that when you got some time, man. It is. It's not pretty, man. George Lopez is, is coming off to being a, like he's a real self-centered dirtbag. And I didn't know hardly any of this about George Lopez. I just always thought he was a piece of shit for what he did to his wife. That was my thing. It's like, you're supposed to die with her, dude. I don't care what. 
She gave you a kidney. Yeah, she, you wouldn't be here without her, man. I'm sorry. But you should check it out, man. It is, he is not... I didn't know that Latino thing, man. That is that is that's that is low. That sounds crazy. like Aries Spears. I guess Aries Spears has a has a thing. He doesn't take black openers, and he tried to explain. It was like he tries to do a specific type of show, and he don't want like uh, niggas fucking it up. Yeah, basically. But yeah, it's him. like I, I don't like Aries Spears that much. No, I never thought. I never. Ever thought he was as funny as everybody else thought he was? I he has a few. No, jokes, he does good but, impressions. He does good impressions, but he's yeah. not. I don't think he's a great uh, comedian. He's not that funny to me. No, he's not. I've never, I've never really understood his his success rate. It's like I don't think he's that. Well, funny. he kind of started as an impressionist. He does some really spot on impressions. I mean, I, I'll give him that. I mean, he's. It's like he'll do some impressions. Like you close your eyes, you're like holy shit. It sounds just like him, but yeah. I think you know he got to start doing that in the improv with uh, Matt TV, and uh, but you know I liked him on that. I like him when he has something to do, but him the person I, I'm not stoked about him. He's kind of, you know, he's kind of an asshole. Yeah, I just don't understand these guys not helping other people. Like that's one of the things I love about Kevin they Hart. Be Kevin Hart only, goes, he pulls up everybody. Yeah, he goes out of his way. To make other people stars because it makes him look better. It makes more people put eyes on him. It makes more people want to spend money on him. I, I think he's a perfect. This way. I don't know why more of them don't do it. it. It makes you look better. You know, it makes people judge you better. But these two, man, oh my God, Lopez is just, dude, it, 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 it's almost sad. I just did not realize he was such a bad person. person? Yeah, I, I, I didn't. I, I don't know, dude. I, I just did not think it, it was it was this bad, you know. Oh, and he, he snubbed a, a comedian, uh, Ralph Barbosa, where he's like he didn't know who he was when he did. He said on the thing, he's like, "I didn't know who he was." <laughs> and it's like, dude, you knew exactly who he was. You're just being an asshole. And I'm like, what the fuck? Did, what is happening right now? He's just, oh god, oh. Mm-hmm. You should look. At, you should look into it. Anyway. All what right. else have you been watching? Um, that I think is that's it. Not much, not much at all. But um, yeah, I've been watching much either. I've been watching uh, a lot of basketball. I saw LeBron James break Kareem's scoring record while uh, live, which was no big deal to me at all. But I didn't see it. Um, I'm I'm gonna watch the last episode of a. Uh, uh, Tulsa King today while I eat. Uh, I had been kind of just putting that off for a little bit. Um, what else? I you know I still haven't seen um, break. I still have not watched Breaking Bad yet, and I think I'm going to do that today. Are you serious? <laughs> not dead serious. I, I I just never. There's something I just never got into the hype into it. You know, I I watched the first there's episode a reason. and it uh, didn't catch me. It, it's you know? a good fucking show. I've heard nothing but I'm great kinda, I'm kind of envious because you get you're gonna have some really prime viewing, and you're gonna hate some characters. You're gonna come around on some characters, and uh, some characters you're never gonna like. It, but but <laughs> the stories are really good. Yeah, this one dude it's asked. A really good the, story. They asked, uh, "What TV show would you want to watch?" 
uh, again as if it was brand new and in his comments everybody said breaking bad and i'm like well yeah. i'll be able to do that i'll be able to it is brand new to me you know oh, it's brand it's so, fucking new to me it's so good you know yeah. like game of thrones i've never i've seen one episode of game of thrones and i was not impressed well yeah you need to game of thrones the first four episodes, so about you know, the, you kind of it's almost like school because there's 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 so many moving parts, so many mm-hmm. characters, and uh, and it'll be hard if you don't pay attention. It'll be hard to put it together, but it's popular for a reason. I mean, those first four episodes are laying track and putting the players in place, and then you just watch the, the fucking board get cleared from from that point forward. So you, I hate to be one of those people like you got to give it you know a little bit of time, but the payoff is huge. It, the pay you have to give it a little bit of time because the payoff is huge. Well, I, I, somebody said that um, it, it reminded them. A buddy of mine said you know when it was on, he said it reminded him of Star Trek: The Next Generation. Yeah. It's like you have to be able to get past the first season, kind of thing. You yeah, know, he said you have to be able to. He's like he said. He said you're a Star Trek guy, and that's the only way I can get you to understand. He's like it's like it's like you watched uh, Deep Space Nine, right? I said like, yeah, it's your favorite shit, right? I was like absolutely. How was the first season of Deep Space Nine? Well, yeah, it was pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the I first admit, season it of wasn't every Star good. Wars or Star Trek thing is not that great when you get the whole thing. I mean, you're excited when it first starts, you're watching it, but. Season one is kind of bad when you compare it to it's like it's weird. It's like with all of them, with the exception of Enterprise, because fuck Enterprise from beginning to end. Yeah, but, yeah. But everything else, first season, you think it's great until you're in like season three, and you're like, man, season one was terrible. Yeah, <laughs> it was awful. You're like, oh my god, how does this? How does this not get canceled? You know, I've tried to watch the first uh, season of the first uh, Next Generation. It's like it's, it's 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 almost an impossible watch. It's a hard 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 watch even deep space nine i love that that first season it's like my god this is not good tv voyager it took me three seasons before i really was able to like janeway but that first season i was like i don't know if i can make it i don't know if i can make it and then enterprise like you said other than looking at to paul who was great to look at all i kept thinking is you know, you got the wrong captain. Uh, what's his name from Firefly? Should have been the captain. That's all I kept thinking. And oh, it was yeah, just bad. Yeah. That's all I kept thinking. Is this billion, game, yeah. There you go. That should have been Archer. That should have been Archer. And I think the show would have lasted seven years. But then again, you know, I'm not a Bakula fan. You know, I've never thought he was a great. Actor. I like Bakula. Give, give the guy a break. I, I, and I loved uh, Quantum Leap. So Bakula is right. always going to be good in my book. I know, I know. I just never been a fan of back. Did you like him on NCIS New Orleans? I don't like NCIS. Really? Um, Oh, oh, I could never get into it. I kept wanting to compare it to to um, Law and Order. Oh yeah, it's nothing like Law and Order, dude. It's but and and every time I get it start, I was like, I don't give a shit about this. (laughs) No, not it. It really isn't. It's. It, it, it's the first. The, the, the original is not bad, you know. I I really like the original. Um, I'm waiting for season twenty to finally end so I can just binge watch it. Um, but I, I I enjoy it. I just don't like Bacula. I like. I didn't like. I thought Al was better. Was the only reason why I watched Quantum Leap was because of Al. I thought Al was the was the driving force for me 
in Quantum Leap, the guy who played Al. Because right, I right. just I just thought Bakula was just a he's a stiff guy who has a hard time emoting, and that's all that's what I've always thought about him is like you don't emote very well, you know. And I but I can kind of see why people like him because he seems like a likable dude, you know what I mean? He's got that look of like I can hang out with you, and I think that's what gets him over in the end, you know, his likability as a person, not Dean as Stockwell, who's who you were talking about. Dean Stockwell, that's that guy's name. Yeah, yeah. who's been a who's a child who was an actor since he was like nine. Yeah, you know? he, he he passed away a while back. Yeah, after almost what 70, 80 years in the business. I mean, yeah, that dude, eighty five. He was eighty five. Yeah, and he started at like eight or nine years old. He was a literal child actor. He's like Kurt Russell, you know, yeah, never had a real uh, job. Yeah, he died. Uh, yeah, twenty twenty one. That's a little more recent than I thought. Yeah, I thought he died in like twenty eighteen or something like that. But oh, no. you know, it is it is what it is, man. I I don't know. I don't know, dude. But you should you should really look into George Lopez and all the problems he's having right now. I mean, his well, I absolutely will now. Oh man, it is not. It's not good at all. I I don't know if he's going to get canceled, but Latinos, man, are making TikToks left and right where they're like not going to go to his shows anymore. And that's a big part of his base. That is his base, man. That and a few black folks. But yeah, because you know, like, he he toured. He did a big tour with uh uh. It was uh, one of the Kings of Comedy well, guys. Yeah, it was Chappelle, Cedric, um, someone else, DL, um, Lopez, and I think oh, someone else, some like an opener. But uh, yeah, so he did a yeah he had you know he had a fan base from that. A lot of uh, a lot of black folks were seeing him there, but um, that's crazy. I did not know that about Lopez. I didn't know he was that yeah. kind of a piece of shit. That just makes me sad, dude. That you don't want to help your, your anybody else. You know, he's a he's a he's a true bootstrap guy. That's what he believes in. Wow. Pull yourself up by your and it's like, dude, you didn't pull yourself up by your bootstraps. If you say you did, you're lying. Nobody bootstraps. Nobody. It's impossible. You can't do that without someone reaching a hand out and saying, "All right, man, I'll give you a break. I'll give you a break." What the hell? It doesn't work that way. And I hate it when people say that it does. It's not. How it works, man. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Trevor Noah did a great bit on that uh, on the on the uh, Daily Show where he talked about everybody forgets that success is at least twenty to thirty percent luck. He said, right. "Don't fool yourself if you think it's not." He said, "It is there's thirty twenty to thirty percent of everybody who's successful in whatever you're in is luck. You can work as hard as you want, all the hours doesn't matter if you don't catch that break." doesn't matter, you know? And I was like, I've been saying that for 30 years, man. You know, you got, then you got people who we've talked about before who were just blind lucky, you know, like Edward Furlong. I mean, how do you explain his, his career in acting? Blind luck. You know, discovered on the steps of a YMCA by pure accident. The fuck is that, man? (laughs) The fuck is that shit? There are people who have been acting, man, for 30 years who can make you cry. They're so good at what they do. And you'll never know their names. But you know Edward Furlong because he was smoking on the steps of a YMCA. Fuck that dude. 
Well, <laughs> I, Cameron said he saw him at the beach. I thought Cameron said he saw him at the beach. It, it, all I know, it was either the beach or the YMCA or something along those lines, but it was a it was a quick glance and a drive by, if I remember correctly. Yeah, no, it no, wasn't no. like an interview or an audition. No, no, it was no, like a, no. It was yeah. just, he was he was an off the street hire. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, in the in one of the best, if not the best, sequel in movie history, and that's it's almost impossible for anyone to disagree with that. It is like top two, top three at at worst. T two. Is 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 one of the best, if not the best sequel that's ever been made, and it's it, it still holds up today. Well, someone say Empire Strikes Back is a pretty damn good sequel, and oh, I, absolutely, it still holds up. But T two, man, it's like I can't believe I, I still enjoy this shit. Oh, no, last still, thing before we good. go, I wanted to do this with uh, with with Stephanie. She she doesn't remember a lot of these movies because she wasn't old enough to remember. But I wanted to sit down and watch um, uh, Animal House, Porky's, and stuff like that from the eighties. All and the Rocky's comedies, yeah, and see how someone, you know, who's quite a bit younger than me, how they see it through their eyes now, and how offensive it is to them. You know what I mean? Because you know, Porky's introduced the glory hole to the world. And, yeah, and you just want to know how someone like like uh like uh God I can't even pronounce her name again. It's killing me. Uh, Cashel. Um, how you know she's younger than you, quite a bit younger than you, and so how would she see it, and how would she judge it? You know, would she be able to laugh at some of those jokes, or would she just be like, oh, I think cringed up, like, oh my god, that's awful. Because <laughs> she has a she has my sense of humor. She would totally uh. She would totally get it. She'd get also that it was a different time because a lot of that shit would not, could not be made today. Yeah. They'd be, they'd be protest around the block, and some of it for good reason. But, but still, yeah. Like I told you the story about a guy, a friend of mine, Jeff. He tried to show his his teenage daughters who were like a sophomore and senior in high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blazing Saddles. They just told to turn it off after like an at like forty minutes. Like I can't watch this. <laughs> he was trying to explain to him, you know, how the time and it was just, you know, it's, it's satire and it's like satire is just lost on this generation. Obviously, because Blazing Saddles was bad, but it wasn't like turn it and off. And he tried to say deal. the guy, yeah, it's like it's so anti-Semitic. It's like, well, the guy who wrote and directed this movie is Jewish, and he's poking fun at satire. It's he knows. He knows. That's that's. He's in on the joke. He wrote the joke. Yeah. <laughs> so, fun, and then all the black jokes were written by Richard Pryor. So it's like, hello. Yeah. <laughs> it's not what you think. You got, and that's the thing. It's like you, these people today can't laugh at themselves. That's the one thing that I've noticed is that the these people today just don't have a sense of humor about themselves. It's not funny. Nothing's funny anymore. You know, nothing is just a joke. Dude, that was just a joke. That was funny. You know, ha, 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 ha. No, no, fuck that. You can't be saying stuff like that. Yeah, no, nah, fuck you. That was funny. You know, I don't know how many times I've written online. Nah, fuck you. That shit was funny. That's like, I don't care what you say. That was hilarious. You know, watching watching this person say this to that person. That was hilarious. Why did you not laugh at that? 
is it appropriate? And you're gaslighting. It's like, I don't even know what that means. What does gaslighting even mean? I don't even understand that term, really. Like, um, let's say we were talking, and I'm going to explain basketball to you. And you're like, hey, you don't need to fucking... You don't need to fucking tell me about basketball. I know what the fuck I'm talking about. And then I would go, oh, I wasn't saying that because I wanted you to get mad. I was just saying it because I didn't know if you knew. We both know I knew. But I'm gaslighting you and pretending like I didn't know you already know what you're talking about. Oh, so you're just being an asshole. (laughs) Yeah, basically. Okay, I got it. I I got it. Now it makes more sense. So just just being an asshole. Yeah, no one has ever been accused of, of gaslighting for anything good. It's always going to follow with the fuck you or you're being an asshole. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. Okay. I, okay. It, may, it makes it makes sense now. It's still much bullshit, but it makes it makes sense now. I, I, I get it. I get it. I don't like it, but I get it. <laughs> All right. What else we got, man? I think that's about on, it. We're uh, at 95 minutes, so we, yeah. we better get going. Um, this will be a little longer than normal. We're just kind of just blabbing with mouth diarrhea today. But uh, after Marcel and I are out, there's a segment, uh, Second Stringer, a.k.a. Stuff I Can't Get Marcel to Watch. <laughs> it's coming up next. <laughs> so uh, we will, Marcel and I will see you next week. All right. Peace out, everybody. And this is the second part of Black Nerd as uh, a segment I'm calling Second String, a.k.a. Stuff I Can't Get Marcel to Watch with Evan and Damon. <laughs> so, uh, second String? Man. Oh, well, man you're second is... string. Uh, you I'm and I do it. Episode... Bench, though, baby. Sixth <laughs> man of the year. There I you go. I like I I prefer co mayors of sci fi and fantasy town, but that's just uh, me. Being, that's just me being whimsical. Fantasy town. What are you half a ninny? <laughs> no, it's sci fi fantasy. Uh, oh, hi, I'm Evan, and, and that's Evan, and I'm the sixth man of the year. So, there we go. anyway, all right. So. uh the show that uh, I was I thought would be a good episode to talk about or a good show to talk about is The Last of Us. And as predicted, uh, right now they're in episode five. Uh, I, you've seen all five. I've only seen yep. up to episode four. But, you know, I mentioned this to Marcel after the first episode came out. And so that was four weeks ago. He still... As of today, as of today, this episode airing, he has watched, he wanted to watch the video game. Uh, you know how you, when you play a video game and it, and yeah, it, yeah. it tells the streamers. And you can get on, yeah, you can get on, on uh, YouTube and watch all those cut together to tell the full story. Right. And, but the story for The Last of Us to do it that way with the watch the video game is about five hours. Right. Uh, he, as of now, I asked him to watch this show four weeks ago. He said he'd get on it as soon as he watched uh, the five-hour uh, video game version because he wanted to get to know the characters before he actually watched the show. Even though I told him I've never, I've never done that. I've never played the game. 
Cause it's, yeah, uh, I haven't, I'm, I'm a gamer and I haven't played Last of Us. I hear it's great as a game, yeah. but I just, I didn't, and, I'm not a and, shooter guy, so. Yeah, and I can watch the show and not feel lost. They, they're banking on most people don't know the fucking game. Yeah, but absolutely. as of today, he is one hour into that five-hour video game version. Oh, the show I asked him to watch four weeks ago. Hence, I had to go to the second string because my first stringer is fucking up. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. So, Evan, uh, okay, yeah. <clears throat> just uh, we'll, we'll get into it. But overall, uh, the show, The Last of Us. What do you think? Um. Well, you know, I. I, I know it's a tired joke at this point, but I like to say, you know, that thing is made up of something abstract, um, you know, enter, uh, enter whatever you want in the something abstract point. That show is made up of gut punches. Uh-huh. I mean, just every, like, every time you, you're like, oh, hey, this is, this is going okay. Oh, God, are you serious? <laughs> so, um, you know, it's, uh, it's well acted it's well written um the the characters have arcs um i know that shouldn't need to be said but um uh it looks great um yeah it's it is i always i always said and i honestly believe this up until uh, up until i saw last of us i always said um that Resident, the first Resident Evil was the Citizen Kane of movies made out of video games because movies made out of video games suck. And Resident, the first Resident Evil was at least a moderately competent um, uh, horror action sci-fi. You know, uh-huh. it was it wasn't great cinema by any stretch. It wasn't you know wasn't even necessarily the best action zombie movie ever made, but for something that was translated directly from a video game, it was, it was the best. I mean, uh, and I saw, I saw Duncan Jones's take on Warcraft, which is a game I've been playing since, well, I don't want to talk about how long I've been playing it, but (laughs) even that, like, I know the lore that they were going for and it was okay, but it was a kind of a muddled mess. And Duncan Jones is a good director, you know, I mean, moon, um, so this this blows that away, obviously. I mean, it's it it is easily it. Uh, I saw someone's take, and I don't disagree with it, so I'll share it. Um, basically, they they were saying this is like the Dark Knight for comic book movies. Last of Us is like you know this is the this is the point where we go. Oh, hey, maybe you can actually make a a decent show or film about a video game that that can actually happen um so yeah i've i've i want to say i've enjoyed it but but well i mean i i enjoy it but it's it's just gut punch after gut punch like i said (laughs) you know it's like this is good drama but damn it's painful to watch sometimes that's that's where i'm going with that like which okay. is which is a compliment, obviously. You know they're they're doing a hell of a job, and and it's it's actually affecting me. Which a lot of a lot of uh, entertainment doesn't affect me on an emotional level as a general rule, but this actually manages to. So that's that's my take. 
Okay. Uh, I, I have to agree. I really, really, really like this show. Uh, it is gut punch after gut punch, but, um, you know, that's the world they live in. So, man up. I'm kidding. <laughs> but um, I thought it was a really good Deal show. I love the character development. Everybody, yeah, even that there was a char- there was an episode, episode three. I think that's the one with um, uh, what's his name? Help me out. Uh, I knew Nick Offerman. Yeah, Nick Offerman episode. It, I mean, our our main uh, Pedro Pascal, who plays uh, Joel, and the girl that plays Ellie. They're and Bella Ramsey. Yeah, Ella Ramsey and uh, L- oh, Bella. Bella Ramsey, yeah. So uh, Joel and Bella, uh, they they're in the episode, but the story that the the story as a whole doesn't really move forward. You just get a little bit of uh, you get a side character's kind of a story that they're peppered in and explain some stuff. And I can tell you uh, that you know. What's god damn it? What is his name? Um, uh, Nick Offerman, yeah, he plays Bill. You weren't, I did not expect, I thought you know, from the very beginning, you thought you had this, you saw him in the bunker and all the stuff he had, and I already had him pegged to be a certain way. And then you find out, you know, what you find out, and he's just, I mean, he meets this other guy. Uh, Frank, and then it becomes uh, a 20-year-old love story. Yeah. And I didn't know I was going to be into that until it happened. I was like, man, what a great episode. You don't see it coming, and then it happens, and then you're like, oh, that was a, that was a beautiful love story. What, you, what, what the hell? Yeah, just, and then, it, and then it kind of... tie it into what's currently happening. So it didn't really move the needle too far, but I did not mind it. At all, it was really good. That episode. I, th- I, th- I thought, it, okay, it doesn't, it doesn't drive the plot, or it, and it doesn't, it doesn't get them any any faster to. Well, it does actually get them faster to point B because they end up with a truck at the end. But, right. but I just it, because so often in in these kinds of things you don't see necessarily what you only see what the what is happening to the protagonists right or the protagonist in you know but you only see what the main characters are dealing with and right. to take that time and and show hey you know boston's been bombed to shit and there's a giant network of of fungus zombies all over the place and it, and it's terrible all the time and then you see oh hey here's here's these two people living in this idyllic uh, you know, admittedly, only because he was a paranoid nut job, and I say that as a paranoid nut job, um, the just showing that different people's experiences—you don't get to see that a lot in in high drama, intense, actiony kind of apocalyptic things. You know, so I exactly. I appreciated that, even though it didn't necessarily drive the plot, it it opened up the world, I guess. Yeah, I agree. It was, yeah, yeah, I totally agree. It was, I, I really like the show, and I'm looking forward to uh, how this ends. And I know I was told how 
the this ends in the game and how and but uh, they said uh, a friend of mine said uh, if it ends if it ends the way it does in the game I'm gonna throw my I'm gonna kick my TV <laughs> <laughs> so that's not a good sign I, so I, I think you're gonna expect I, I like another it down punch. ending you're gonna expect another gut punch but. Uh, um, I forgot what I was going to say. Please go on. <laughs> <laughs> but um, also, I um, I don't know. I I, I like it. I'm I'm looking forward to what's happening. I one thing I don't I didn't know, which I thought was kind of crazy, is uh, Bell Ramsey. Uh, Bella Ramsey. What was her name? Yeah, Bella Ramsey. Mm-hmm. The, the she plays a 14 year old girl in this episode uh, or in this show. I didn't know she was 19. Yeah, she does not look nineteen. Now, obviously, no, part of is makeup but and think, wardrobe. But... Yeah, but she doesn't look nineteen. I'm looking at her like her outside of you know working on the show, mm-hmm. and she does not look nineteen. She barely yeah. looks you know the age she's playing. Yeah, uh, but um, so that means when she was on Game of Thrones, she was like fifteen playing a ten year old. Yeah, she was crazy. Well, because she showed up. In season, in the second to last season, didn't she? I thought, yeah, yeah, it was seven seasons or five seasons. I, whatever I minus seasons. the last season, because that doesn't <laughs> exist. <laughs> oh, I wish it didn't. We I don't talk. We don't talk about the last season of Game of Thrones. <laughs> we really uh, shouldn't. Jesus Christ, that was. That was not anyway. It's, it's the it's the Rosemary Kennedy of the uh, of the series. It's the Tito Jackson of the series. <laughs> well, I don't see how that's germane to this conversation. <laughs> I, I, I yeah. Yeah. But I think we've exhausted it. Uh, we both like it. You a little less than me, I guess. I don't but... know. I I don't dislike it. It's just it's hard to watch because of the. It, because, like I said, you know, I just said, I like a down ending, and I normally do, but there's something about this particular show, and I don't know what it is, that the down endings are actually hitting for me, you know? And that's I think because there's so much character thing. development, you kind of, and the acting's good. I mean, everyone's really firing on all pistons. Yeah. Uh, I, I did see someone complaining about Bella Ramsey's character and her acting, and I was like, She's a 14-year-old girl. Have you never met a 14-year-old girl? Yeah. They're impetuous and stupid. That's like... That's they're just, kids. They're it's, kids. They're, they're at that weird age, you know? They're like, they're the weird age. You're like, you're a child, but then and you, you are... And then you'll talk to them about something and like, oh, shit, I'm talking to a child. Yeah. Kid, so, you know, they're in that weird age, but they still, you know, they're becoming themselves, but at the same time, they're still stupid as shit. Doing I, dumb shit. Well, I, I deal with adults like that too sometimes, but oh yeah, I dealt with some just today. <laughs> well, so did I because I'm currently at work. So <laughs> here, let me read that for you. That I'll just do that because you apparently can't read it anyway. That's, oh that's yikes! All right, all right. We're supposed <clears throat> to be an escape from those things. So yes, folks. Um, I think next time uh, we get together, we should talk about. Uh, Andor, because we have not touched it. No, we and, haven't. Uh, and um, 
maybe some other stuff. We'll talk what, about uh, stuff what, what Star Wars should have started being like 15 years ago. No shit. Hey, adults watch Star Wars. Did you know that? Were, were you aware? Like all your core, ba- your core fans are like fifty now or older. So yeah, <laughs> start making shit for us. I, I don't mind making it for kids too. That's fine. I'm I'm okay with that. But you know, let's start yeah, moving along. So yeah, got a little bit of my opinion of Andor. Um, <laughs> but uh, also, we talked about talking about Ted Lasso, which I would like to do at some point. I mean, it's not fantasy, but it is no. definitely something I cannot get Marcel to watch. Exactly. So. <laughs> See, and that's, that's why you bring in the co-mayor of, uh, uh, of Dramedy Town. <laughs> I'm just going to so, milk yes. that terrible joke forever. It's, it's, it's not holding up well. I know it's in not. The... <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to beat it into the ground, I tell you what. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, I think that exhausts uh, The Last of Us. We'll see you the next time with those shows we just talked about. Hey, that sounds like a great idea. Yes. All All right. right. We'll see you. Bye, everybody.